The living can't be any easier than it is right here on an all-new Blattcast. As always, I am your host, Christian Blatt, on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. To my right, your left, if you could see us, but since you can't see us, he's still my right. William Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. What's up, America? That's right. And uh, on assignment, Captain EO not with us, but he is always at Jeff DeRay. Uh, We wish him a speedy recovery from uh, whatever ails him at the moment. Um, I think it might be. No, it's uh, in my ear. Someone said the Hiv. No, that's Liev. I think it's just the shits. I think he'll be back soon. (laughs) Uh, But uh, we always appreciate all of his hard work. But. Huge treat via telephone. The one, the only, the Coltrane on Twitter at Coltrane Leaks. Sort of on Twitter at Coltrane Leaks. Coltrane, welcome back. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, uh, it's going great, and uh, I hope that uh, the summertime living is easy for you, sir. There uh, up in New England. Um, what has uh, summer been like in New England so far? Uh, are you you're reacquainted with all the bugs? I remember you telling us not long ago. Oh my God, I hate it so much that uh, I am probably going to move back to California because these bugs are insane. You, you were, Seriously, it's nuts. You were telling us before we started that you uh, changed your registration, your license, everything over to Massachusetts. You're registered to vote in Massachusetts. So that means that you're most likely going to have to uh, move back to California before too long, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it means because, you know, it's like, in fairness, I kind of waited a little bit. You know, like I made my journey and it's like, I don't know. It's a pain in the ass to do all that stuff. And yeah. You, you don't really want to go to the DMV. No. It's a pain in the ass. You do not. And even here, where where I live, where the DMV is actually, it's, it's a pretty small town. It's not that bad. It's still a pain in the ass. So as we're starting the show here, I'm going to just like go into this because it's a DMV rant. And Please. that's just the way things go sometimes. Uh, so I had to go to the DMV uh, to change over my registration. And I show up. And there's like a line around the building. And I'm like, wait a second. There's no way there's, that this line is this long. They, like, and it was, I don't know. I mean, it was around noon. And I was like, maybe it's a lunch break or something, but this is crazy. So, of course, I, I get out because I'm just like, well, I, I, gotta, I have to do this. And it's like, oh, there's no power in the building. And there's no power, like, on this whole block. So we're just sort of, like, there's a bunch of people just, like, standing in line. Now, it, like... The DMV, just in general, everyone says it's like the seventh ring of hell. Um, yes, in fact, it is. And the people that I was standing in line with are, were some of like, it was every stereotype of a person that you would expect to be stuck in a line with in, at the DMV outside of the building with no power when, you know, like, I don't know, it was like 80-something degrees Uh-oh. humidity. And it was just like, this really is hell. And like the... This guy behind me, who was clearly like kind of both crazy, socially inept, and I don't know, kind of also a liar. He, because I'll tell you that story later. But he's just like, wow, if this transformer right here blows up because because of the power thing, then we're all gonna die. And I'm like, you know what? We already did. We're all we all screwed up somewhere because we're all in hell. And like some people kind of laugh. We're all dead and Got it and laughed. The rest of you were like, no. I, we're not in hell right now. And it's like, really? See, that's the thing. You guys are that stupid. You don't really get that this is all a joke. Yeah. But it was, it was like absolutely insane. So, of course, after that, I actually, you know, like I, I, find, I waited like two hours and I was like, an hour and a half. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm out. So I left. So then, of course, I had to go back. And I, was, I got there when, when it opened. And I was there for three hours. Oh, three Jesus. hours of my life. I'm never going to get back. It's like, seriously, people? Seriously, I spent four and a half hours at the DMV over two days trying to get my registration changed. And when I got up to the window, it took me five minutes. That's the story of the DMV. It's ridiculous. You should be able to do it online. Come on, get in the 21st century. Anytime I wait in a line at a window or to deal with someone, it always takes me five seconds. And I'm like... What the fuck was everybody else doing yeah. before me? That's a great point. Especially you you just like, wanted to buy movie tickets. Yeah. So what were you doing? Well, they were probably... The only, you know what, though? I'm going to say this. The only thing that I got out of the entire experience, when, especially the day when the power was out and I'm standing in line listening to these people talk because, oh, my God, it's just like there's nothing else you can do. You can't go anywhere. You're stuck in this line. 
I realize, like, sometimes you feel like you're the person that everything bad happens to. Like, if you're in one line, the line that you didn't choose is the line that's going faster. Like, things like that. Like, you're always the one who just kind of, like, gets the short end of the stick in that sort of, a, sort of regard. Everyone that I was around was that person. So I, in fact, at this moment in my life, feel like I am no longer that person, that I'm the one that bad stuff happens to, because everyone around me was that person. Every one of the stories that they told me, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep, you're that person. I feel better about my life <laughs> because of what you just told me. Yeah, it, it's – I don't even know. I don't even know if it's like the seventh circle of hell. I feel like it's the first. You know, it's it's so – like I've been be. – I've gone to the DMV and, you know, this is sort of a, a local description. But I went to a DMV in Glendale and it's it's – not in the you know the Beverly Hills rich part of Glendale, which if you're from LA, you know what I'm saying. There is no nice part of Glendale, yep, yep. and the line was just outside through the parking lot. And of course, I'm like, well, I'm sure I don't have to be in this line. Oh no, this was the line to check in to find out what line you had to then stand in, and <laughs> and and this was like far from my worst experience at the DMV. It's just the the time wasting. That is just inherent in there. Um, who I really feel bad for is uh, my friend Rob from high school, a great friend of mine. He works at a DMV in Pomona. He's you know he's doing like you know night school and stuff. He wants to be a teacher. He's you know trying to not work at the DMV, but he does work at the DMV. And every time that I'm at the DMV or I hear about the DMV, I'm like I can't even imagine what it's like to be on the other side of the counter. Look, I get it. Patty and Selma from The Simpsons are there. You know, they take their time. Thank you. I'm just they, testing it out. <laughs> it was good. I'm sitting in the captain's chair. Yeah, right I know. It's true. Uh, Will's in charge. Yeah, it's true. I'm the captain of this ship! Um, uh, you watching cr- a lot of Star Trek? There was a crimson... The line must be drawn here! <laughs> that was my crimson tide. I'm the captain of this ship! But um, anyway, uh, so... And I just can't imagine what it's like to be on the other side of, you know... I mean, Will's on the other side of the glass, like Jeff usually is. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of the counter at the DMV, I, I just... I can't imagine what that's like for a normal human. So, uh, but Coltrane, uh, it, it seems like it's all sorted out. So... If you do move back to LA, it just means that you know you get to do it all again at some point. Yeah, I'm going to hold off on that as long as I can. When <laughs> just that happens. keep all of your registration. I'm going to like I, I, you know, it's like I don't want to put a friend of mine on blast, so I, I'm I'm going to like obscure the state that he's from. But he he lived in California longer. Like he still lives there. He's lived there as long as I did. And longer now, and he has never changed the registration yeah. from the original state I, that he's from. I know, I know a girl <laughs> who may or may not have appeared on the Black Cast ever. She's from Massachusetts, so we'll not name names. Uh, she's lived here for more than five years, actually. She's lived here for seven years. Four of them, she was in college, so I think you can you don't have to change your registration when you're in college. Um, still has Massachusetts plates, and uh, I don't know about the uh, driver's license, but she still has the plates. So yeah, I, I get it. Look, making the making the change. I I pulled the band aid early. I, I did live here like six months without changing, but then I'm like, all right, I, I just got to do it, and um, I did. I and- actually, you know, it's you know, it sucks. I actually got busted by like my family because. Like my like we got our car insurance like through a family member, and after I'd lived there for like a while, uh, they were like, um, "We know that he lives in California, so you have to change it over." I was like, "Really? Uh, this is how you're gonna do me?" Man, but, yep. So I ha- that was why I had don't like, do me like that. I wouldn't have. Trust don't me, do I would have like kept it going as long as I could, but I had to because they were like, "Yeah, we know, so you got to change it." Yeah. Oh, man. I'm just thinking about how glad I am that I don't have to go to the DMV. But now I remember I have to get my wife's car smog checked, which here in California you have to do. Um, And I know, like, in different, more metropolitan areas in other states, like the county over from where I grew up in New York State, you had to do it. But in my county, you didn't have to get the emissions test. But um, I'm, like, going into a panic about, like, how awful that experience is. It takes 30 seconds. But you have to find a place that does it. It's fine. It's pay, fine. You pay more. Look, for convenience, I, I learned this. Okay. Tell me more. You could find a place, make it schedule an appointment, do it, yep. and it'll cost you like 25 bucks. 
Well, that's what I want. Or to do. in the day of, you could just find a place that costs you sixty bucks, but it's way more. Just fucking swoop in, get it done, pay a little bit more money, but it's taken care of. You don't have to work. And then they're like, oh, it's whenever you schedule an appointment and you pay less money, they hassle you more. Whenever you go to a place like the day of, and you're like, I need a smog check. They're like, great, come in here, sixty bucks. You're like, that's really expensive. Yeah. Like, eh, you know, it is true. It the is. best experiences I've ever had. It's like you know, a relatively busy garage, but it's like a smaller one, and they just fit it in between cars because it's like, great, that's a that's a quick whatever it is, fifty bucks or whatever. Right. So yeah. Anyway, well, we could talk about car registration and smog checks and stuff, although, but although I do just want to interject one go last ahead, thing, please. The Birkenstocks need to go. Oh, amen, brother. At the DMV wearing Birkenstocks was disturbing to me because it just, you know, usually like you're out somewhere, you see people wearing them and you're like, okay, that just sucks. But no, almost everyone there was wearing them. All right, not everyone. At least like 30% of the people that were there were wearing them. And it was disgusting because most of them shouldn't have been wearing them. Were they wearing socks with them? They're ugly to begin with. So I don't like them, and the fact that there were that many people that were wearing them and I couldn't leave for three hours was disturbing to me. Uh, Will has an important question about the Birkenstocks. Go ahead, Will. Were they also wearing socks with the Birkenstocks? No, that was the one good thing is that there was not. Oh, all right. There's at least one. a double faux pas. Yeah. But they're still disturbing. I'm surprised you saw so many Birkenstocks because you live in Massachusetts, not in Vermont. Vermont, I would expect it, you know? But I was shocked. Yeah. You are shocked. Um, uh, I, had to, I just had to get that off my chest. Now we can move on. In a very recent uh, broadcast, we were talking about uh, the great actor, Anton Yelchin, who passed away. And Will and I both had open on browsers, ready to jump in before the show ended, that the name of the movie I was talking about was Charlie Bartlett. Forgot to say it, and you know, people have let us know in the meantime. We swear we we knew it. We didn't know it wasn't on the tip of my tongue. It was like Charlie something. Anyway, and the name of the one that I was talking about, the Dean yeah. Koontz novel, yes. Odd Thomas. Oh, Odd Thomas. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny because it was we, a series of books, and they wanted yeah, to make multiple we, movies. We had uh, Dean on the Dennis Miller show to talk about the Odd Thomas books, yeah. and I didn't even realize. I remember. You you were. Around. I remember having Dean Koontz on, but yeah. not to talk about Al Thomas. Not I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure he was talking about that, but I I don't remember the specific book. I just right. remember he was talking. We were talking. Look, Koontz. we had a lot of people on the Dennis Miller show. Yeah, but uh, we have a special guest here in studio right now. His name is Beer Peter's Brand. Peter. Peter. Peter's Brand. Peter's Brand. Actually, it's a Dutch style pill, so we shouldn't say it with an Irish accent. But it's, it's funnier. A Dutch accent. It's funnier. That's true. Uh, anyway, um, so. All sorts Let's of. Just to let you know, I'm still. You're still, in the man, chair. You're still in yeah. the captain's chair. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm at the. I'm at the helm. I'm in. In. In honor of. Of the. Uh, yeah, I'm your. I'm your. Mr., I'm your Sulu today. Yeah, exactly. Or you're Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock. You're. you're always stress I will the always Mr. say Mr. Spock now. Not just, but it, but no. Spock. That was one of the things I saw you write. Is that the characterization of William Shatner? Yeah. I was like, you will see uh, it. By what? The way, you will definitely see it. I uh, noticed it in the intro to the show. I'm like, why does he talk like this? Space. space. The final. Final frontier. frontier. I'm like, what the fuck? Because in the actual episode, I'm like, oh, he's he's a good actor. He's talking he like good, a normally good actor. He will do. Like he has moments where you will definitely. I'm see sure that. he does, but it's like the fact that we've just that's all we say that William Shatner does. I'm like, just because you heard that version of Rocket Man. And every other album he's ever done doesn't mean that his Star Trek character. I just don't. And I, I think I don't hear it right now. It's gonna be a long, long time. She packed my bag. Pretty light. <laughs> oh, I love that. Pretty light. That was so good. And Zero of course, I mean, as great so as that good. was, my favorite was there was a Family Guy cutaway where Stewie says, "Yeah," and I know what it means to be cool. And then it's Stewie shot for shot remake of that video, thing. the whole thing. And uh, it was just so amazing. And, you know, jokes that go on way too long, that's probably Do you, one of my favorite things. Case in point, Black Cast 184, 85, yep, 84. 86, 87, 88. 84. You, you don't know. Oh, I'm looking you, at it right now on the screen. Yeah, but you might be wrong. But Jeffrey wrote yeah, Black Cast 184. There's a reason why Jeff's not My in question, do you think we can get Bill Shatner on the phone? I'm calling him Bill because yeah. I'm also William and, you know, I get to take that liberty. Can I do call you, you think, Bill Sterling? Yeah, sure. Just not Bill Cosby. Uh, do you think we can get Bill, Bill Shatner on the phone to talk about his horse stuff on the Black House? I was going to say, if we call around the horse charity family... I think he would. I, I think okay. he would. So here's the thing. And I'd be like, Bill, you, you, I'm also a Bill here. You hey, would think it's that. Bill. Um, 
Watching Star Trek. I, I uh, you know, I work on uh, an internet show called The Tomorrow Show, as I've mentioned before. I uh, did try to get Bill Shatner on. I did tell uh, this girl, Katie, who is one of the ones who books guests, get him in time for the Charity Horse Show. Yes. Passed. He didn't want to do it. Really? Yeah. Why? So, I don't know. I think it might be because we wear mock Star Trek uniforms on the show. Does he know that? Uh, his uh, publicist might have uh, oh. been like, just want you to know they're really every time he was on with Dennis, Star I was like, Trek oh, fan. It was different. Publicity. He likes Dennis. That's true. You know that. It, it's, believe me, working on a few different projects like I do, there's a world of difference when you're calling from the Dennis Miller show, yeah. or sending an email from. And Dennis is doing the interview. You good? Yeah, yeah. I talk, I, or if I, Dennis bailed, Christian would do the. Interview. I talked to. <laughs> I did the. La- I did the last you did the hour. Last hour of the last show. I love that. That was. The thing. And you know, to be fair, we didn't know. We at didn't the know. Time, we but didn't know. It ended up. I ended up doing the last hour. So funny. Um, I talked to Dennis recently. He saw that picture. Yeah. That uh, that I up? the picture that I took. No, no, even more recently than oh. that. I took a the picture. Uh, Outside of Will's Fourth of July party slash Second of July party, uh, I, there's a picture of Felix on a blanket going after a hot dog. Yeah, and I, I sent that to Dennis because he likes to see pictures of Felix, and so he called me and because he, he loved that picture He's so like, much. Christian, how you doing? Your yeah. your baby's adorable, uh, crawling for a hot dog. Yeah, how's how's licks? Because that's that's what he likes to call <laughs> Felix. Licks. Yeah, yeah. Apostrophe L I X. How's my man Licks? Licks is crawling for that hot dog uh, like uh, Dennis, like uh, Margot Robbie to celebrity in the new Suicide Squad. Kind enough to tell me that uh, you know he asked what I was up to, and I told him about uh, a new show that I completely forgot to plug on the Blackcast recently. uh, That uh, I'm going to be doing for our friends over at AfterBuzz TV. It's going to be a political show called Trump vs. Hillary, and I was like a few words into it, and Dennis was like, "Have me on." And he's like, he wants to be on. And I Hey, do you want to have Dick Morris on that show? Uh, probably, actually. Yeah, that would actually be great. Okay. My, I, my, my favorite Dick Morris memory, uh, not Dubs the Dog, is <laughs> the, goes to the day after the, the election in 2012, where he just was like, Romney's going to win big. He, I goofed. He was all, yeah, he did a video. He's like, hmm, I goofed. And uh. I mean, it was a lot funnier than Karl Rove like yelling at Megyn Kelly, no, he did not win. My numbers say that Romney's going to win and then they have to go down to the decision desk and then they're like okay so what you're seeing says that Karl Rove is not right right and then they're all like yeah Karl Rove is an asshole but we knew that anyway yeah. funny times anyway so um, that's so your new show is Hillary versus Trump yeah uh, wow uh, yeah it, it's uh, Trump you're versus very big Hillary. in the AfterBuzz community now uh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm big there, but... Uh, but you're doing, like, fucking four shows over there. No, I do. Well, I mean, the Tomorrow Show is kind of a, a you know, branch off from it. Uh, Mets Rap 360 that I right. do on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, it's only for people who like the Mets, which it turns out that there's about 100 people a week, which is great. Um, that's fine. One of them just really loves uh, Andrea, the co-host, and I think if we talked to, if we read the phone book, he would still tune in. But sometimes... Is she we- super hot? Uh, she's she's lovely. Okay. Uh, I, there's uh, I think that there are weeks where I'd rather uh, and Coltrane as as someone who likes the sports, you can relate to this. There are weeks where I would rather spend you know three hours a night just reading through the phone book than watching my team play baseball. I, I feel like you can relate to that. You know, absolutely. Yeah, just a hunch. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm doing that uh, over there, and I wanted to uh, give a, a moment to our friend Will. I wanted Will to talk about the new podcast he started doing. And oh. again, I meant to do this in uh, in Blackcast 183, yeah. and completely forgot. We ran out of time. Star Trek, you know, Lake Shark, a lot of stuff came up. Oh, Lake Shark. Yeah, you know, a tree Crystal car Lake named Shark. Desire. Yeah, a tree car named. Oh, yeah, so, so there was so ideas. much stuff. Uh, but uh, I want uh, William to talk and you know get the plug in make sure people know where to find it oh. i didn't want to just stick it in at the end of the hey, episode. i appreciate it uh so talk about the is the motivation report or am I, it is the motivation okay report. i i really uh, i didn't have it open i'm like oh my no God, thank I'm, you okay. the, uh because of the space-time continuum there will be a, an, a, an like additional three one or, or two episodes probably be three at this point it yeah. it it's going to be bi-weekly because I want to do it every two weeks, only just because of my oh, life okay. and time. I want to give myself like two weeks to do it well. So it's just like a motivational podcast. And I, 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 I've been working in radio now for however many years if we were together and now working in podcasts for over a year. And I'm like, 
been part of the black cast, been part of a lot of other shows and thinking like, I don't want to just be another person who's like, hey, listen to my podcast. It's just me like shooting the shit for just talking about movies because like, that's it what's would just wrong? Be, but what's wrong with that? No, no, no. The, because we're already doing that here. Yeah, so like true. if are. I did my own thing, it would just be nerd talk for like three yeah. hours. And, so, and, and I feel like if you did that, I'd be like, all right, what what are we not doing you, right? How are we not right? giving you the platform? What, yeah. Like, I already have you, all of the why, pl- which is why, why I felt yeah, that why way. Why did you need to start like Blackcast 2, Electric Boogaloo? If, like, please exactly. let me know. If yeah. I didn't have this podcast and, and the other shows that I worked on, I wouldn't, I would, ha- my podcast would be pretty much the Blackcast. You know what I mean? Like where we just talk about stuff and drink. And, yeah. So I was like, I want to do drink. something different because I just... That's that's what I want to do. So I, I like to motivate people. I like to, you know, I work some personal training every once in a while. But my big thing that I really like is the whole, like, helping pull people up by their bootstraps sort of thing. And giving it to people the way that I see it. So it's, a, it's very much opinion-based, of course. The first yeah. episode is fairly incendiary. Yeah, but apart from that, I mean, the impression that I get is, you know, in general, William Sterling, a very positive guy. Yes. You like to share that. You know, with people just conversationally, I, right. I, you know, obviously anybody who is who interacts with you on social media, they know that that's kind of, you know, that's that's what who you I do. am. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly that's who you are. Right. And so this podcast ought to reflect that. So, yes, and it will. And and that's in, in coming up and well, the, you'll have already heard and it will in a second <laughs> and uh-huh. in, where there's a and where there's will. a Will Sterling, there's a Will Sterling. It'll be a little bit more lighthearted. Like, I'm not going to be just yelling at people all the time, but like but there, I like have I like being passionate. I like there's a fire you know i say there's a fire inside all of us and now mine's was coming out was coming out uh, but 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 it'll be a little bit more lighthearted, and we can not tell some jokes but i want to start branching out and helping other people and taking calls and doing emails and interviewing other speakers and just finding out how people um when the times are tough how the tough get going you know what i mean and that's a big thing for me which is like i get tired of my friends just bitching and complaining all the time and being like sure. what the fuck are you doing just sitting on your couch watching star trek all the time that's me Sometimes, but you're not complaining after the end of a long day. You're enjoying. Well, yes. Yeah, you've you've already had leg day. Right. You've already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to play Pokemon Go. I came from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and that, not the Pokemon gym. <laughs> yeah. The real gym. So uh, so yeah, it it should be a lot of fun. It's meant to be positive and uh, and 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 uh, very inclusive. And so talk about who where are, people uh, can find it. You can find us uh, on iTunes. Uh, it's the Motivation Reports on Stitcher as well, and SoundCloud. Just the Motivation Report. You can find it on uh, Twitter at Motivate Report, and I'll be tweeting and retweeting between my personal account and all that kind of stuff, just to kind of get it going. And uh, yeah, if you need, it'll be posting on Monday. So every okay. other mo- this first episode posted early because of what we were dealing with with Elton Sterling and Orlando and all this shit that's happening in the world. I wanted to get that episode out early, so uh, it'll be every other Monday. Right. And, okay. Well, that's great. And yeah. then that can be part of your, you know, your credit when I yes. mention part your, of the Blackcast Network. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it's on uh-huh. SoundCloud, just like the Blackcast could yep. be part of the Blackcast Network. And then uh, you know, anytime you want to start doing the Watson Report, Coltrane, you want to get a, yeah, you want to get a side business going. <laughs> I'll come up with something other than the Watson Report. <laughs> I got something more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This dude's a jerk. <laughs> the the Poon Nami report or something. I don't know. Just <laughs> off that's off the top of my head. That's all I had there. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. And uh I I I was I was impressed, you know, the debut episode of the motivation report mm-hmm. uh you were very passionate about uh, yeah. issues in the news which uh i i think i i wrote on facebook it, sa- it sounded stupid after i posted it but i i said that i felt like superman and captain america would be very proud of you for standing up what you believe in and you know just doing what you think is right yeah and uh you know look people uh, people listen to the black cast people who I know will, you in general might right. not agree with what you have i to will say. say this yeah a couple people who do listen to the black cast who listen to it uh have Liked it and said, like, we might not agree on everything, but I appreciate it. And that's where I come from. I say it in the show. I'm yeah. like, this is my opinion. And at the end, I'm not like, this is not a condemnation of things. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just offering something up. So if people, whenever I take my little, uh, what did I say, resident, black cast resident feminist that, that and some indeed, of that yeah. stuff. That's on your black cast business card, yes. Yes. Uh, if that makes you roll your eyes as a listener, this might not be for you. Yeah, look. But I want to open a dialogue. I don't. Yeah. That's my favorite thing is to have a conversation. So and if we disagree, that's fine, but we can have a legitimate discourse. I, I think that that's important down. because it's so hard to do these days. And, you know, the the show that I'm doing, the politically based show for After Buzz, right. Trump versus Hillary, as, you know, the name might not give that impression, but the idea is 
the only rules are no yelling, don't talk over each other. We're not going to a break. Right. You don't have to. We'll get it out. Right. You'll all get to talk. Right. And it's just, it's so hard to do these days. And I think just talking about things. And, you know, when we've talked about things on the black cast, you know, people don't agree. But we've just, you know, we're the ones speaking. So we're speaking our minds. We're not saying, you know, the, the worst thing you can tell somebody is like, oh, well, if you don't think this, you're an idiot. Right. You know? Yeah. And no, that's not what it's about. It's not about that. Right. And uh, I I appreciate uh, Will finding a good way to do that, and uh, I hope people give it a listen. And if they disagree, well, maybe you'll like the next one. Yeah. Or it's maybe a conversation starter. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, there's all that stuff going on. Look at all these side projects. Look, and... hey, we're all trying. But I'm hitting my knees every day, Christian. Every day. Every Hit your knees. Day. Thank God you're not me. <laughs> every day. It's funny. Every once in a while, both Farad Muhammad or Rob Lorge will tweet at me something because like they'll see a tweet that says every day or something. And, uh, <laughs> every is, period day. Farad is great about, you know, when things show up, you know, like Facebook memories or he uses this thing called time hop when he's reminded of things. And so it's periodically just an every period day period yep. and uh, i always enjoy that uh anyway um look there's all kinds of news to talk about but we talk about important news here at coltrane i want to get your thoughts on this and obviously uh, agent starling as well uh boxer floyd money mayweather has slapped a vegas nightclub with a twenty thousand dollar tax bill claiming the dollars he used to quote make it rain during a strip show should be a write-off on his own taxes. Coltrane, do you agree that Floyd Money Mayweather, keep in mind his middle name is indeed Money, that he should be able to write off making it rain on his taxes? I kind of do. This is I'm story, right there like, with you. <laughs> it's not the first time I've heard this. Like, Well, a, a different variation of the story, I guess, was uh, when Pac-Man Jones wanted to take his money back after he did it. I think it was Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> we talk, I think it's we talked about that on Coltrane's Corner, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, but in this case, it's sort of interesting because he's a flashy guy, and so he does, like, sit there and start making it rain, like, makes a big thing about it. So it actually, in a, in a weird way, I actually think that it makes sense, and I actually think that there's, it's not completely out of left field. The way that, like, when you first see, when you first hear it, you're like, that's ridiculous. That's, like, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. But... There isn't. There is a way that it kind of does make sense from a business standpoint. And at the end of the day, like for him, this is business. Like spent like throwing like being flashing, throwing money around is part of his image. So there's there's a, a way that it does actually make sense. Some of the things that you get tax write offs for, you know, like they don't, they don't seem like they should, like you should, but they actually do because it's part of your of your brand slash your business, and so. I actually do think it makes sense, and like I said, at first I was like, "This is like this is dumb," but then it's like, eh, "I get it. I get where he's coming from. I don't think it's going to work, but I get where he's coming." Yeah, no, I mean, where he's coming from is basically like, I need to. You know, first of all, we all know you got to spend money to make money. Second of all, he's spending money to make money in the sense that part of his brand is just being Floyd Money Mayweather. Again, his middle name is Money. You know. It, it kind of makes sense that this is a business expense. Uh, Will, do you agree that uh, in this case, uh, making it rain should be tax deductible? No. Or is it because it's at a strip club and because he, you feel like instead of making it rain, he should open a college fund for each of these girls and you know do a scholarship? You're, you're, lovely, you're, you're beautiful That's actually... and talented. You're a beautiful, <laughs> yeah. talented girl. Look. Uh, you're a woman. You're a beautiful, talented woman. Yep. I, I, no, I, I'm not going to look. You're it's a not about you. It's not about you. It's about me. Uh, yes, I can't correct. believe I can't believe that JJ uh, told me I had to give her money if we had her on the podcast. Although yeah, I should believe it. Yeah, but anyway, right. go ahead. Your thoughts? Uh, uh, we couldn't write it off if we went to a strip club, and we could find a way to. Yeah, it's entertainment. It's entertainment. It's part of the brand. It's because I'm a, I'm trying to be a hustler and a celebrity, and I'm trying to do get the no. Nope. Listen. No. If, let me put it to you like this: He's wealthy. He doesn't get to write off strip clubs effect, on I his fucking you, tax returns. We will be doing this. Okay, you yeah, can. Will be yeah. doing I it, won't be doing we it. We will be absolutely getting this as a tax. As the will Taraj, yeah. you guys can do it, but um, I will not be there I, doing it. I, he doesn't get to do it because he's right. already wealthy. But Sorry. When, when we have Sorry. the will Taraj, I believe Coltrane is absolutely right, and we are going to do this. Will, I think that when we file our taxes, we are indeed going to have to fill out Form 1069. Ha-ha! <laughs> 
Yeah. That's a long way to go, but I just slow, wanted to get sorry. the bell. That's all right. One day I'll out. remember to bring the bell again. Um, yeah, I, I didn't expect you to agree with this, Will, but that's all right. Um, I, I, I'm. A, it's cr- he's wealthy. Yeah, but you know the way that people stay well, wealthy is by no. cheating the system. Well, so that, right, now that is true, and yeah. that's what he's fucking doing. No, you're already rich. Sorry. And if you lost all your money buying a bunch of shit and being stupid, that's your problem. It's not I mean, he's not MC Hammer, for no. God's sake. Yeah, right? No. He's not Lenny Dykstra. We did. Uh, oh, am I supposed true. to say? I don't know no, who that no, is, no, but no, I'm no, thinking about No, oh, <laughs> that actually wasn't sorry. a bill. That was that more for Coltrane. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, is, that is indeed right. sports person <laughs> uh, who has an amazing book that I'll have to talk about another time. Um, there's... Uh, anyway, so we'll move on to another story. Uh, scientists have identified the neurons in the brain that tell us to stop drinking. Um, I think we all know someone who clearly don't have those neurons. Me. Um, is it Will? Do you really not know when to stop drinking? No, I feel of like, course I do. I, I really feel like do. you know when to stop drinking. Do. You just don't know like when. This. To, this is my last beer. Yeah, but you don't know. It's when, literally my last beer, but I would stop after this. But beer. you don't know when to not go to Jack in the Box when you're drunk. Like That's that, correct. You don't have those neurons. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, Coltrane, do you think that this this is true, uh, that, you know, there should be something where we all realize that ha- we can go out and have one drink. We don't have to have two, four, six, 23 beers. Uh, do you think it's scientific like that? Or is it like most of us, we know what we're doing, right? I, I mean, like, I, I can believe that there's science to it. But, I mean, I feel like for the most part, people kind of know what they're doing, like, I mean, listen, it is almost impossible to find someone who's like, I'm just going out for one drink, and they only have one drink. Now, there are people who will go out and say that and, like, have, like, you know, maybe one or two. Like, they'll have, like, two, maybe maybe the third one, like, you know, but it's like nobody just goes out for a drink. It's, like, right. kind of dumb. So it's like everyone kind of knows what they're doing, and everyone kind of knows – when it's one of those nights when you don't think you're going to go out and get drunk, but like, you know, like one beer leads to a quick second to like two shots and like you kind of see how like it progresses. So, I mean, is there a science to it? I'm sure there is, but I feel like for the most part, people kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. Look, when I say I'm going to go out for one drink, I definitely mean two, and I I will most likely stop at two. When I say I'm going out for one drink, I'm getting drunk. Really? So what? About, no, I'm kidding. What about when you say, I'm "Oh, kidding. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna get crunk tonight." Like, is that like crazy? I'm drinking at home? Ironically, when I <laughs> the times that I think I'm gonna go out and get drunk, it almost never happens. I actually agree with that. There's there's really? the times. Well, it's a little different now because like I have to carve out time where like I can like drink drink because you know because I've I've got my son at home and sure, all that. Sure, you got to take like, care of a child. Like, you when I know I can get drunk. I will like yeah. the wedding that I went to in Washington D.C. Felix was with his grandparents. I did not have to go home to him, right? And I took care of business. All right, <laughs> I didn't say, "Oh, I'm going to go to this wedding and have a drink." No, you know, it's like, "Where's the after party? Where's the after after party?" Now, did you take ones with you to make sure to tip the, the bar each time? Because it's important. I always take ten dollars in ones at if, least, and if I reach ten drinks. Time to stop. Okay, you're already if, drunk. One dollar per drink. Yeah. If you mean, did I bring ones so that I could uh, slide it down the dress of the bridesmaids? Not Floyd Money of Mayweather. the bridesmaids, then yes, that Your is what I did. Your wife is listening to this podcast. She Christian. was there. She saw what I did. She said, as long as you don't give them fives, it's okay. She said it was fine. Right. Um, just don't make it rain. No, no, no. I, I honestly, Honey, I don't. Don't make it rain. One hundred. I mean, if I could keep it 100 and make it rain with hundreds, that would be amazing. But I've never made it rain, and I honestly don't think I'm ever going to make it rain. I've made it rain. When did you make it rain? I used a rain stick. Oh, William. And I did a dance. William. And it rained. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say you repeat on your G.I. Joes or something. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I said a prayer well, and it came true. While, while Nicole Thank sat in the rain, corner while, while Nicole sat in the corner and just watched you play with your G.I. Joes. G.I. Joes. <laughs> now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Bottom side. Uh, there was a there was another uh, study uh, based on more than twenty years worth of research that found that fraternity brothers are immune to alcohol interventions and actually drink more after going through an education seminar. I do not find that hard to believe because what I remember from a kid growing up, Dare the drug program. 
they told you all the ways to do drugs. And so the kids who were really paying attention, they started doing more interesting drugs and doing them correctly so they could get higher. So I feel like if you go to, you know, an intervention or whatever, it's like, oh, I could stop any time that I want to. But fuck, I'm going to have nine more just to show you that I could stop any time. Um, I don't know. I, I don't I don't find this hard to believe. Anytime that you've known anyone who's been a part of Greek life, Coltrane, I actually don't remember this about you. Uh, were you a fraternity guy or no? I, I feel like you may have been, but I, I don't remember. I, in fact, was not. Okay. I was friends with everyone who was, so I get to go to all the parties, yeah, so, so I didn't have to like walk around naked in front of anyone. Right. You didn't, you didn't have to do the gay part at the beginning. And I mean gay in the classical yeah. sense of gay. Um, and you just got to go to the parties, which it's all about going to the parties, you know, anyway. So, um, yeah. And, you know, if I'd gone to a different school, it might have been a different situation. But at my school, it was, it was a no-go. Um, I don't know. I think that... You know, the, the the quote that I have in front of me is that current intervention methods appear to have limited, limited effectiveness in reducing alcohol consumption and alcohol-related problems among fraternity and possibly sorority members. So my advice, don't intervene. You know what? If somebody's going to get drunk, they're going to get drunk. D- don't be a fucking buzzkill. Uh, Will, that's good advice, right? Yeah. Oh, right, because it's about drinking. I forget that that's the one thing that uh, that you don't have to be... Uh, no, my thing is, is what's the, head, what's the headline? What was it? The actual, <laughs> the actual headline was, fraternity brothers are immune to alcohol interventions and actually drink more after going through an so education. So they should somewhere. rewrite it. Headline, 20-year-olds being fucking 20-year-olds. <laughs> yes, like, that's fair. Oh, people in fraternities, don't, they resist... This shit and like, of course they're gonna drink. They're like 20, 21, 22 years old. Yeah, actually, if they're twenty two, that's too old for college, right? You no, be your no, undergrad you, by no, you can easily be uh, nineteen, twenty, twenty one years old. You can easily be twenty two when you graduate. I think I was. 20, I was twenty two. I was twenty two when I graduated. Yeah. So uh, come on. Yeah. No, look, it's I, not really a study. It's that's not re- telling <laughs> something we already knew. It's it's telling us something we already knew. So all right. So by your logic, I, I, I agree with it. Now, if you continue to party like a fraternity guy when you're, say, 35, 40, that might be the problem. That is the time to intervene. No, William? Correct. That yeah. would be. Like yeah. Wojcicki. Oh, he's it's, so far past that point, we've, though. We've been trying to intervene so much, and he just won't have The problem with Liev is, like, what part of his life do you intervene about? Like, there are so many things to try and get him to stop doing. That's true. I mean, I would honestly start with country music, because I feel like yeah. everything... You <laughs> know, Cactus it, Dave is not working. Yeah, Cactus Dave, That yeah, that's the gateway drug to all the other problems it in is. his life. It is. You know, he he goes... Look, do you want a six-pack by Stagecoach? Yes. Then don't go to Stagecoach. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the six pack. Yeah, you uh, go to, you go to uh, what's the what's the other shitty music? Groove Cruise, Groove Cruise. Yeah, which by the way, by request, the uh, Groove Cruise story will be uh, reposted later this summer. Re- by who? Re- excuse me. I think it was Rick Navarro. Actually, someone said that I should be nominated for a Blatty. Oh, for your takedown for on my Jurassic World rant on Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. Which so, all the, which remember all the, this when we come back around to the Blatty, the 2016 Blatty Awards. I know, we didn't do a Blatty Awards we this didn't year. We did for 2015. So, uh, so to, I think it's a, I think it's a biannual event. Keep we'll have to do mind. it in 2016. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a greatest Black Cat stories ever told. It's going to be Groove Cruise and your audition for Tommy Wiseau all oh. in the same episode. All right. All right. Uh, that's coming soon, but not now. Um, so... Anyway, so uh, a completely different kind of study that I feel like is uh, very—it's a very accurate refre- reflection of the you know just the current state of society. Really, uh, researchers reveal that uh, that we're obsessed with our phones. That's hardly news, but the truly ad- the truly addicted to their phone—the people who are truly addicted to their phones—touch the phone. 5,400 times a day, Whoa. 2 million times a year. More than half of users check phones between midnight and 5 a.m. And um, I don't know. What do you think about that? I'll, I'll ask you first, Coltrane. Do you feel like it's an exaggeration to say that people check their phone 5,400 times a day? I mean, that's a lot of times. I agree. So, I, you know, I mean, look, I absolutely am obsessed with my phone, and I absolutely check it. And a crazy amount of times, but absolutely no way is it 5,400 times. I am 100% positive of that. 
And it, you know, so I, I don't know. Like that's a lot of times, but yeah, I, you know. Is it, it possible? I mean, yeah, I mean, it says that this is the top ten percent of of smartphone users, um, and look, it's a high number, but it doesn't surprise me because I do think, like, I have no idea how many times a day I check it. It's now it's a thing of like you know, if you're standing in line, you know, you're waiting. It's like I used to be a lot more patient, but now it's like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to look at my phone, you know, see what's going on. I'm like, oh, I'll probably have a clever tweet or something, you know, maybe clever maybe, tweet, clever tweet. Maybe I'll promote the Blackcast, you know, maybe I'll interact with hashtag Blackcast Nation. I, I don't know, you know, something like that. Um, the checking the phone between midnight and five a.m. I'm definitely guilty of. I try not to uh, because I'm I'm forty. I, I look. I admit I don't sleep through the night anymore. I I I, get, I, get, I got to pee during the night, and I don't want to check my phone during the night. And sometimes I regret checking my phone during the night. But I do not every night. But I'd say at least half the time. Um, so, and. On average, people have 76 sessions with their phone. The power users have 132 sitting down, like, you know, phone usage. The 76, I'm like, yeah, that's probably about right. I, I don't know. William? Yeah, see, that, that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm confused by. Like, I mean, the amount of times that I check my phone and then do something with it, so it's like that I'm on it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think that's why the 5400, like, throws me a bit. But... The 76 makes perfect sense. Yeah, that, I'm absolutely... I absolutely uh, believe that. Will, do you feel like this is something to address in the motivation report, maybe telling us to you know, put our phones down and yeah. you know, have leg day? No, it is, for real. Yeah. Honestly. No, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about it because it is sort of a funny story, but realistically, um, you know, my wife and I, we both held out on having smartphones for a really long time. Right. Like, I feel like, yeah, you guys definitely both knew me where I still had the flip phone. And it wasn't because I didn't understand I the smartphones. Were, I had that flip phone forever because I didn't want this. I didn't want this in you my should, life. Look, and I wish we could all still have flip phones right now. I wish I could, could have Snake 2 on my phone. Don't have it. If if I could have my flip phone instead, I I would I would want it. But I do like having a camera all the time, right. and it all starts from that. You know, I like being able to take pictures, and then I'm like, oh, then I want to share it on, uh, uh, uh on Insta Chat. Right. Or I forget the things I made up. My old man, like yeah, I remember my old man ways of like pretending that I don't understand social media, oh, even though you, I do. You and twit I was like, face. Yeah, I was like, I, I twit faced that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I snapgrammed it. I think that was the the snapgram was snapgram. The, my favorite. Snapgram, but snapgram yeah. me that pussy. Look, <laughs> yikes! Did you hear that, uh, Coltrane? <laughs> so next time, I did not. oh, oh, yeah, that's he, from that uh, you know that song Yo Gotti that down in the DM. He says Snapchat me that pussy. So you it goes think, down in the DM. So Snapgram me. That you pussy. think I'm gonna know what that song is that oh, you just sorry, mentioned? Sorry. Who, who is that? Is that is that Yo, John Fogarty or Yo maybe uh, John Mellencamp? It was Yo Gotti. I, I don't. Uh, down in the DM. Man, it, it must be so crazy to be under thirty. <laughs> I just can't even imagine what. Coltrane, like. you know that song down in the DM. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not know what he's talking about, Coltrane? Oh, I thought he was saying that to you. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. So it's just I, me. I thought he said that to you. You know what that song is, right? That's yeah. what I thought he was saying. No, no, no yeah, he, he was... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, all right. Hey, look, it's just me, but I admit... I, just, I didn't hear you the first time, and I didn't know you were talking to me the second time. Well, he was talking to me the first time, so he only missed it the second time. Anyway, look, I get it. I'm I'm out of touch, okay? Um, and... out of time. I'm out of time when I'm out of your Oh, that was awful. I'm glad we did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a little hole in those throwbacks. I'm glad I stayed out of that. I was about to jump in. Yeah. No, no, no. Because that, that would be like, oh, here she comes. That's where you should have oh, come yeah. in with that. But, uh, yeah, so, by the way, this little... This little uh, Hall & Oates side Mash chat, up. this is going to be nominated for 2017. For a bladdy. Yeah. 2017 bladdy. Well, because we're not doing the Well, but it's year. reflective of 2016. Yeah, but it, they'll be held in 2017, probably right. in February, because we did the, the first oh, one in February 2015. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's around the Oscars. Um, I blame Felix for it not happening this year. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I feel like... I feel like we'd be better off without all of this, but we have all this technology. It's all at our fingertips. Um, what I haven't done yet, by the way, is watch Netflix on my phone. I've done that. I've watched YouTube, you know, videos and things that are, you know, a few minutes, but I haven't sat and watched a show on my phone yet. But I feel like if I, you know, if I lived somewhere that I took like a bus or a train regularly, I probably would. You know the only show I've watched on my Doctor, phone? Doctor Who? Yep. 
when I was working through it for the first time. I was when, waiting for a friend. I was super early. I was in a Starbucks. I just hooked up to their Wi-Fi. I watched an episode. And, I had like an hour to kill. And that was uh, that was a reboot uh, Doctor Who. Yes. Modern. And I remember which episode it was. Which episode? I was don't it? actually I don't remember the title, but it was the one where Rose and the Doctor, David Tennant, uh, the TV one, where they have where like people are in the TV. Oh, they're trapped in the TVs. Yeah. And, oh yeah. I didn't like that one. The coronation. Well, you know why I didn't like it because fucking Rose was in it. Wow. No, that too. That's just a wow. sh- that's just a callback to an earlier episode. No, actually, I like you know, that. You can one. mute your mic if you say things I don't like. Oh, that's right. Ah, you did it. You're in the captain's chair. You muted <laughs> my mic. I forgot that you could do that. Uh, no, it was just a callback because, you know, Coltrane and I are on the same page with I Will. But I'm with Will. Not <laughs> with, with me. With Rose. No, that's who the doctor's companion should no, be. No, we like Will. We do like Will. We just don't like Rose. Yeah. Look, we're not in the the rose tourage, okay? Yeah. Who is, though? Be real. The, the fake doctor, the, like, half doctor that she, like, ran off with. That's who's in the fucking That's Rose Tourage. The clone doctor. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, skirts, uh, women, wearing, <laughs> women wearing low-cut tops are five times more likely to land a job interview. I don't know. Do I need to even read more about, about this study? I feel like, <laughs> duh, obviously, is it right? No, but does it make sense? Absolutely. Coltrane, uh, you know, come on. Obviously, you're going to get a job interview if you drop off the resume or the application and you're wearing a low-cut top, correct? I mean, yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like, it's dumb. It's like attractive people get more dates. It's like just, it's stupid. It's like, of course that makes sense. Like, that's society. It's like everyone wants to be like, no, you know what? Like, everyone's beautiful and everyone, like, we're we're all going to, like, be judged for our merit and everything. Absolute bullshit. Like, the the reality of the situation is this stuff happens all the time and it makes perfect sense. Like, I'm surprised it's not even a higher percentage. Right. And look, if if you've got it, use it. If it's going to help you get a job, you know, look, you're still going to have to prove yourself on your merits. But Uma Thurman sings a song... Email Brooks producers. If you got it, flaunt it. Oh yeah. Right. I I I didn't. I'm I didn't not saying ever... that's necessarily appropriate, but that's what looks. But that's look, the that's... Camp she's in. Yeah, you're hashtag Team Uma. I'm sure, right? Will. I'm hashtag Team uh, Success. Well, it's... I'm trying to take up the bipartisan part. That's that's fair. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about how this is wrong? No, it's right. Why? I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a right practice. I'm saying it doesn't surprise me that it doesn't it's, a, surprise that it's yeah. a statistic. Right. Exactly. Because the guys who are hiring these women are fucking morons. Where they're like, how come productivity is low and people don't know how to do their job? Because you're a fucking idiot and you hired people who are not the appropriate candidate because you saw their tits and you were like, oh, this yeah. is who we should hire. I've, I've talked to a number of people in the workforce in recent years and they talk about people who get hired with no qualifications. Uh, I myself have not been hired for things that I was qualified for in light of people who are, you know, maybe a different gender and certainly more attractive than me. And I, look, I would rather have probably these ladies around the office than have me in the office if I were someone else. So I get it. You want just a bunch of yous in the office? No. Ten Christians? Oh, my God. That'd be awful. Multiplicity three. Well... That'd be a terrible <laughs> multiplicity if they're all me. Now, if I could have ten Felixes, that would be adorable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What's the Dave the Dogs running around? Wait, you want to have, like, ten Dave the Dogs? Yeah. All right. How many Watsons would you have in this multiplicity world, uh, Coltrane? Would you Would you want ten Watsons? I would have negative 25. <laughs> I was going to say you'd have negative Watson. <laughs> oh, poor negative. Watson. Oh, I want to meet the pub. But you know, Watson got some great feedback when we used his picture for the Bark Wahlberg episode of the Black Cast. People love Watson. They like the updates about Listen, him. Listen, this is like, it's, it really is like part of the irony of the fact that I moved back here when I got him. Every woman that he meets loves him. They're like, oh my God, he's so adorable. Everywhere we go. Every single woman that has met him has fallen in love with him. And I'm the one who's just sitting here like, this dude is a jerk. But seriously, if I lived <laughs> in California and I, was, and I went hiking with him every day, oh, man. I, it, would just, it would be nonstop. He would be like the best wingman ever because it's it just without fail, without fail, every single woman. It's crazy. Crazy. Man, he's, he's killing it is what you're saying. He's, he's crushing it. Watson's his- giving the job interviews. And he's hiring all yeah, those, right he those do, do yeah. you think it's fair to say that Watson is crushing it in his career? 
<laughs> yeah. I'm just making a general reference about something that, uh, you know, it's non-specific. I just, it made me laugh when I remembered it. So that, that one's for us, gang. But if you listen to Black House, you kind of remember. So that's all right. Um, we'll move on to another study. Uh, this is also from the uh, technical journal, Duh. Women are happier in life, which that part I wonder about. But they they do suffer from more anxiety from being women. And look, I know women. In fact, I'm married to one, believe it or not. Um, I'm not Sulu. What? I'm married to one. And um, yeah, it's terrible to be a woman. There is so much more pressure because of double standards like what we just referred to, that they're five more likely to get a job interview if they have a low-cut top, that sort of thing. And women are so terrible to each other. One of the reasons, one of the hardest things to watch for me was uh, Orange is the New Black. I'm not, a, I'm not a prison show guy, but man, it's just all women being terrible to each other all the time. And women can relate to that, and women love it. And I'm just like, man, I, I can't sit through that for an hour. Um, but my wife works there, and yeah. uh, I, I'm getting back into it. But watch the first couple of episodes. Yeah, and look, and, and they're in jail. So it's like, all right, that's bad. But it's on the outside, it's not that different. It seems terrible to be a woman. And Will, in the sense that I'm talking about, I feel like feminist Will Sterling can't disagree hey, with that. Look, because no, you're they're right. held to that standard. You're absolutely right. And why are they always trying to tear their sisters down? What is all this? I don't understand it. Why I'm are women t- trying to tear other women down? Yeah. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean I think there are certain women that you meet that like feel like I played the game. So if I did it then every so like Yahoo CEO or some woman who's high up in Yahoo Yahoo was an executive said uh, she got pregnant and was saying, like, well, I'm only going to be out for, like, a week when I have the baby, oh, and then yeah, I'll be back yeah. to work. And it was like, no, you're setting the precedent for women in the workplace. As, a, as an empower woman at a big company, if you say, sorry, ladies, suck it up, you get no time off, you're part of the problem. That's terrible. Like, you shouldn't be saying that. You should be like, no, no, no. We get time for maternity leave to be, part with, to be with our kid. She was a hypocrite I, because she built a nursery, like, at Yahoo, like, in her office for her kids. So it wasn't just like so. It was like she did something that no one else could do. But then, she, but then, in terms of the work, she made it seem like like she set a bad precedent for everyone else. But she had a, a, a whole different thing for herself. Which she's st- that's still part of the problem. She did that's still setting a bad precedent because she's saying like, "Look, suck it up, ladies." Meanwhile, I'm wealthy and I have a nursery in my workplace. Like, not every woman can do that. So you don't get to say that kind of shit and then back it up with being that's, like, yeah, "Oh, but that's the point." Is yeah. again like. It's, that's two times as bad like, as what like, I was saying. It a big deal about the fact that she was only going to be out for a week. Right. But that didn't, she didn't mention that in that. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, rich. By and... the way, I spent all this money to build a nursery in the right. office. Yeah, so it's twice as bad as what we were saying originally. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. That was the point I was making. So, uh, yeah. No, look, I, I, I don't know. I think uh, being, being a lady is hard. That's it's super hard. If you take anything away from this, I mean, apart from the uh, the the physical uh, limitations that uh, they run into on, let's just say, monthly basis, uh, childbirth. Having witnessed that, yeah. I, you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. My wife's very tough. I am not. Uh, so they are much tougher than us. We know you don't even like to go camping. I do not like to go camping. <laughs> Your wife yeah. had a baby. So just Your imagine- wife grew a baby, yeah. and then. Push that baby out of her body. Yeah. Yeah. And And you can't even go camping for a weekend. I don't even want to sleep in a tent with a sleeping bag. (laughs) You know, I'm not even talking about like, you know, on rocks under the stars. No, no. I don't even want to be in a tent, you know. And (laughs) to be fair, my wife doesn't like to camp either. You know. Doesn't matter. She grew a person. Yeah. Push that person out of her person. Yeah, that's true. And I don't even want to push a person out of a tent. You know. (laughs) I was like, Felix, go get out of the tent. No, I don't even want to do that. Um, Anyway, uh, so uh, we're going to wind down soon, but. There was an amazing article from DailyMail.co.uk where we get you know all of our important podcast news from, and I saw this and I thought it was kind of preposterous, and it does sort of tie into how Will likes to be more uplifting and give advice, you know, things that people can do to help themselves. So this article reveals 15 tips to beat hunger pangs, uh, and it says that they really work. So I wanted to kind of go through these 15 things, and uh, I don't want it to take, you know, 15 minutes, but, you know, it might. Um, and uh, I'll let you – I'll kind of do them – you know, I'll do a few. I'll do do them in blocks of five, and you guys can react to each of these. So here are things that they say you should do to not be so hungry. One, 
spend an extra hour in bed. Two, snack on an egg. Three, <laughs> breakfast for champions. Yeah, I'm already laughing. Breakfast what? like a king, lunch like a prince, and dine like a pauper. That's the saying. Um, number four, are you thirsty or are you actually hungry? Uh, and then number five is go green, eat more greens. So, uh, uh, Coltrane, um, I can go through the list again. If there's any specific ones that jump out at you, uh, give us your thoughts on these five things that will make you less hungry. Snack on an egg. Yeah. I just <laughs> snack on an egg. Snack on. I, I, what are you doing right now? Are you snacking? What are you snacking on? Hey, here's an egg. <laughs> snack on this egg. Like, I can see the whole advertising again. Snack eggs. on an egg. Eggs are good for you. Snack on this egg. Um, snack I on mean, it. I just think that's funny. Snack <laughs> on an egg. I, w- I would it's like. To my next to, album. To be fair. Bed an extra hour? When, <laughs> when our listeners of the Blackcast are, in B-L-A-T-C. fact, snacking on an egg, I would like them to tweet at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-I-S-T. Look, I like snacking hashtag, on a good egg. But... Hashtag snack on an egg. I, I would like, hey, like, hey, hey, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing now? Hashtag snacking on an egg. Snacking on an egg. Yeah. Look, instead of playing fucking Pokemon Go, why don't you snack on an egg? Are you snacking on an egg? No. No, No, bro. I'm snacking on an egg. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, I do. Um, It's kind of preposterous, right? I mean, there are things it's like, you know, I don't know. It depends who you talk to. Some say big breakfast is a good idea. Some say the small breakfast and the big lunch. So I think, and we'll go through the rest of the list, but Will, you'll probably back me up. It's like, well, what works for you? You know, and I don't mean what Usually. works for Will. What yeah. works for the person? There are obviously tweaks that can be made. Right. But it, when it comes to things like this, oh, yeah, you got to have the big lunch or you have to have, you know, well, maybe. Maybe, you know, you just need to get through the day so you should start off with the big breakfast. Sure. I mean, for the most part, you feel like the, you know, any kind of universal list like this isn't going to work for someone, right? It might work for the person who wrote it. I bet it doesn't even work for them, though, right? No, this is for me. That sorry, was for you. I'm sorry. We had a computer thing that I was like, oh, what it was gonna, It was like, you. It's been idle, so we're gonna go into lockdown. And I was like, no, Did don't it do not this. Not go into lockdown. Not in lockdown. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, the thing is, like, what whatever works for you works for you. Like, it, you do have to find everybody's. Like, everybody has their own give and take. But the thing is, is like friends of mine who ask for dietary advice and certain things. I say, if you, okay, when you think about eating something, and you think about checking in with me. If you think like, oh, I should ask Will if I can eat this. If it enters your mind, do I have to get approval to eat something? The answer is no. You know what I mean? I think that's absolutely right because so nobody's going to be yeah. nobody's going to say, oh, can I know, eat this sh- mac and cheese? Sh- should I ask? No. Should I ask if I can have this bowl of broccoli that I got at the farmers market? Like, yes, can I that's can I eat that up? Yes. Should I ask? No, because you're not going to ask. Is my point exactly? You're not going to ask about saying. the broccoli, the mac and cheese. I, I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to fucking I, eat it. My, but I, but friends, I know I shouldn't have. I've had friends send me pictures of nutrition labels i mean like can i eat these this thing and i'm like no (laughs) no if you have to send me a picture so the only thing that really rings true was eat more greens yeah because vegetables are free is what i always say if they're super nutrient dense and super low in calories usually you can have some like high like certain vegetables like carrots and things that have sugars in them but like broccoli cauliflower spinach greens all that kind of stuff great it's free but it, sleeping in an extra hour? No. Get up and work. What are you doing? Or or work out. Exactly. You know? If anything, fast fall. in the morning, go to the gym. Yeah, get, get your no, Come on. But you can eat a big breakfast, fine. I, I think in general you're right, but if this is someone who maybe sleeps, you know, four hours a night, maybe that extra hour could actually Then yes, make if you're sleeping difference. super low, yeah. then of course sleep. Because I do know people that they, they only sleep like four or five hours a night, like every night, and then they try and make that up That should be the exception weekend. to the rule. I'm saying yeah. if you're sleeping but, like eight hours, you're like, oh, or even sleep uh, until like honestly, ten. Honestly, even nope. seven hours. You yeah. know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if you're sleeping in an extra hour means- On top of the uh, copious amounts of sleep yeah. you're already getting? Yeah. If that extra hour means you wake up and the Price is Right is already on, you should not still be <laughs> yeah. sleeping. Oh, my stories are on. Yeah, that, that's the it's way I It's noon already? Um, there's one item on this list I'm going to uh, attack it just by itself because I actually agree with it wholeheartedly. Uh, Snack on an egg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, like saying that out loud. It, the point is switch it off. Uh, do you, like millions of people around the world, tuck into your dinner in front of the TV? This is obviously written by British people. Tuck into your dinner in front of the TV or eat your lunch at your desk staring at your computer screen. Um, I think that while I may do that, and especially if I'm eating alone at home, I do put the TV on. I think it probably helps to not do it, to not eat passively while you're watching something. Um because 
you're it's it's very secondary. You're not focused like what you're actually eating. I don't know. I think that that's probably decent advice. Yeah. But it's just not the way. It's not our lifestyle. It's like kind of the TV or no, it's true. some device, whether it's your computer screen, your phone screen, it's going to be on. Um, Coltrane, does that make sense to you? Like to not do that? That could probably help your health. Yeah, I feel like it could. I just feel like it's almost unrealistic at this point. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree I with mean, it. In my in life, principle. it's pretty sad because that, that happens. Like almost every meal, that that's how, that's what happens. But yeah, I I think it would be much better if I didn't do that. But yeah, but the way it works. you know, it might be the it might be time to eat when LA hair's on. You know, I mean, I I can't remember. Yeah, I actually i i have not uh, i have not seen that lately. But I did watch like four episodes back to back of uh, Basketball Wives LA. How is that? That's an, it's, it's an interesting one. I, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Because I, I had I I've never watched any of them. They've you know been on for however long I don't know, but it just I caught a marathon and I watched like four episodes of it and I was like, okay, all right. I mean, and the funny thing about all those all those shows is that like you know there's one person who's married to like a basketball player and the rest are all like ex girlfriend yeah. of some player and look like, we're gonna have know, a show about the Welterage oh, so just be ready from like ten years ago, but yeah that that's funny but. No, but it's good. It's good that you see all this reality television because, as Will alludes to, when we have the reality show about the Wiltaraj, I, I think it's important to know how to behave and how not to behave. You right. know, I think yes. those are all good takeaways. Yeah. Um, let me go through some of the more ridiculous ones on this list, including my favorite slash least favorite. Uh, tea time. Uh, they think it's good to you know have like green tea or tea during the day. This is because they're British. They look. I enjoy tea. Green tea. I, green I enjoy tea because yes. I don't like uh, I don't like coffee. Um, you know, if it works for you, great. Green tea is a thermogenic. Um, drizzle vinegar on your salad um, yes. that sounds like something very dirty and um, I am not in favor of anyone drizzling vinegar on my salad I'm sorry mm. um, but here's my favorite one light a vanilla scented candle because the vanilla scented candle clearly this is not from the article will make you not want to eat anymore um, I was going to say that's like completely the opposite no, of I'm right like, oh, I, I, I want like, a I'm so I want fucking cake. hungry yeah. I want a, oh, I vanilla, want a vanilla like a ice cookie. cream yeah yeah um, and then uh, they want you to fill up on foods with good fats. I'm not smart enough to know good fats versus bad Peanut fats. Peanut butter, avocado, yeah, almonds. Yeah, look at Will. Will knows. Um, be a, a lot s- of them. Be a smart snacker. Uh, sorry, a smart snacker. I am not a smart snacker. I'm a very dumb snacker. I like to eat stuff that tastes good, and I know I shouldn't. But I try. You know, I'll like, buy the bag of carrots, and I'll have a few of them, and then I'll put them back in the, in the fridge. Snow and I'll, peas. I'll forget them. Love snow peas. That's your go-to mm. snack. All right. Uh, trick your brain into thinking it's full. <laughs> when choosing plates, go for blue. Why? Research shows that blue is a natural appetite suppressant. See, that stupid. just sounds stupid. No. It's like, nope. it doesn't matter. Now, I, I do remember a study where they gave two rooms of people the same amount, or the same food, but they gave one room of people smaller plates and the other people had bigger plates. The people with the bigger plates just ate more because they had more room to fill. Great. Well, that's smart. Maybe try a smaller plate. Yeah. I try to do that at lunchtime. It usually works, but not always. Uh, we finish off the list. <laughs> Call a friend. Uh, <laughs> hearing a kind, familiar voice simulate, stimulates the brain to release a, you know, a stress-fighting that's mood. That's texting me. Yeah. Text Will and yeah. say, hey. Should I eat this? Should I eat this? No. And if you have to do it, the um, answer is no. This one is dumb, but I agree with it. Instagram your meal. And if you're afraid to Instagram your meal because Ooh. of how people are going to respond Ooh. to it, yep. You're you, afraid of being like, fat shamed. Yeah. Like Will saying, if you don't want to post it on Instagram, you should not eat it. Um, I should have saved that one for last. You can eat it. That's the best one. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Just but don't brag just about don't it. Just don't brag about it. And then finally, start with soup. I should have read that one before Instagram your meal, even no. though it's out of order. Who said this? Start with soup? This uh, Start the- with a salad. How dare you start with soup? If you have soup, start with a sodium bomb and a bunch you, of fat. If you if you have soup before a meal, you'll end up eating less calories during the meal. The uh, soup gives you the, the soup gives you the sensation of being fuller because it remains in the soup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so do vegetables. Yeah, so would a salad. Eat a salad with anyway. vinegar on it. So he's drinking it like you know three liters of water. Amen, yeah. brother. So I'm saying, drink more water, eat more greens. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> Um, the thing is, is that people have common sense. Most people do deep down, but we make a decision to go against it because we want to do what we want to do. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to hear an answer. It's like, I want to hear what I want to hear. So you know what you should be doing. 
And you're do. I don't mean to be getting on the off on the motivation. That's all right. I'm just saying. People are like, can I do this? No. No. You, you know can't. already. You know way before you ask. You know way before you even think about it. You know what the answer is, but you do it because you want to, because you're rationalizing it in your head. You know what I say everybody should do? Number 16 on the list. Listen to the black cast. Yeah. That's going to make you not want to eat. It's gonna, you're going to be so excited you're by what we're drink. carrying on about. Yeah. You're, you might want to drink, but you're not going to want to eat more. Have a low-calorie yeah. beverage. Michelob so, Ultra. Listen to more black cast. Blackcast.com. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T.com. On Twitter at Blackcast. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Like the Blackcast on Facebook. And, of course, our friend Coltrane joining us via telephone at Coltrane Leagues. Coltrane, we appreciate you staying up late back east. And uh, we will talk to you soon because you are and always shall be a member of the Blackcast. Even though we have you on the phone, you're still part of the gang. And we'll always have you on when uh, schedules uh, match. So we appreciate you taking the time. I do what I can. <laughs> yes, you do, sir. Give our regards to Watson. And, of course, at Will Sterling underscore uh, here on the Blackcast. We'll see you next yeah. time on the Blackcast. In the summertime when the weather is high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find.